Chase the team, yeah. We got the rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on, yeah. We coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Fluid up every time. We really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. To all of my fellas and chicks with us. Hey, best believe we the new way. Mr. T, Rob, Boogie, and Anthony Davis. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, it is finally that time. This is the Halloween edition of the Ryan Show FM broadcasting all over the globe. Globally syndicated, locally hated, and in each and every city, we like to at least think that we are anticipated. Ryan Vernell, your host, in the building with the spooky and haunting, ever so scary. Shout out to my little boys and ghouls out there. The Invisible Man is with us tonight, a.k.a. Mr. Cheeks. Mr. You can't Cheeks see is, him. Mr. You can't Cheeks hear is him. Chilling. He's turning up. Shout out, to, shout out to the general. I hope he's having a blast tonight. He's always here with us. It doesn't matter. He's, he's in that intro laying down some fire verses with, with your man. I let him feature on my song. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people can say that they brought the Invisible Man, a.k.a. Mr. Cheeks, on their song, the Hamptons Dave theme song that you just heard tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Hamptons Dave, the socialite in the building. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, everybody. Happy Halloween to Happy everybody out Halloween. there. It's that time of the year. Uh, I want to see what this Halloween brings, you know, with the uh, you know, with the COVID. I, I, hope peop- I hope kids get to go out. That's- I hope kids get to go out and have fun. I mean, Halloween, for me as a child, was it was always great. Young, young. Then, like, once you got the freedom to go out a little, you know, a little longer, a little later, it started to get crazy. It's when the mischief began. point where it just wasn't safe to be out there. Yeah, as an adult, it's too, because like, then you could get it's tried. Like adults out, it's like adults out there, like, shooting paintball <laughs> yep. at you. And, and those eggs hit a lot harder yeah. when they're being thrown by I an 18-year-old. Egg right in the head, but uh, that was actually, you know, you know, talking about Halloween, I told you, you know, off-air before. Halloween will always have a good memory. I'll always have a good memory on Halloween. Cause I That's think right. A lot of first times. Sixth grade. It was either sixth grade Halloween or I think it was sixth grade Halloween. Sixth or seventh grade Halloween. I remember I got fellatio performed on me for the first time. 
<laughs> that's like actually uh, probably not going to talk about that young. What is that like? Yeah. Nine or ten? Jesus, no, dude. twelve, thirteen. I think. Little no. league. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Don't, don't let them judge your hands, Dave. Yeah, We're good both for you. The same age. And then I got out, and then I immediately walked outside and got egged right in the side, right in the side of my head. And that's what you get. Yep. It was probably the girl's father. But Halloween always fornication is in Mount Misery. Devilish acts like that. That's the craziest part about Halloween where we grew up is, you know, the spot you didn't go was called Mount Misery. It was like literally meant to be egged. We yeah, were supposed to be pulling up there and throwing toilet paper and everything. And we did just that for years. I remember being a small child and not being allowed to go to Mount Misery because yeah. everyone knew it would happen. And for my parents, I'm sure that if I saw it, they know I'd be influenced to go back. Yes. <laughs> raise hell. And that's kind of, you know, the spirit of Halloween is to raise hell. Even before Mischief Night, before the terrors that went down in Detroit. I know we're broadcasting now. Shouts to Platinum Radio. We're in Detroit. We're on a few stations out there. Mischief Night actually originated, I believe, in Detroit. And then it just got out of hand. Spiraled out of control. Fire after fire being lit by the drunken residents of the city. Yeah. <laughs> and they finally had to put it to an end. And it was the people that stepped up to stop it. I think they called it Devil's Night in Detroit. And then they'd have Angel's Night. A little Halloween history for you there, folks. But we do carry on the spirit of Detroit by egging houses, by throwing yeah. soup cans at cars. Who did we have on last year? We had uh, Keith Murray on for the Halloween special last year, didn't we? And he was telling yes. us about what he, what he used to do. Great Halloween memories with Keith Murray. Central yeah, you can imagine. If anyone knows Keith Murray, you can imagine what he was doing at Halloween. Or you could just go right to the uh, iTunes and listen and back to an old that was episode. That the segue I was looking for. That's it. That's what we go do. Check Real out professional those... radio out here. We do our best. We, although, once again, if you keep going back and back along into the history of the Ryan Show, we might not have known what we were doing a few years ago. You know, that's what happens when you do this stuff consistently. Consistency so is key. Great content. I'll tell you, making it for the people. If you listen to it and you don't think it's that good, making those shows for you, making those episodes for you way back then, they were a blast. They were. We weren't thinking about you. We're still not really. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And you're going to be able to tell that as we go along into this episode, because we're bringing on, I wouldn't call it a freak show, but I'd say that our guests tonight are very relevant to the theme of Halloween. I'm excited for this episode tonight. Not the usual, I mean, look, we, every so often, I mean, this, these days it seems like all the time, we bring on Rocco Fowler. You guys know Rocco, he's been abducted by aliens and things of that nature. Well, that's he brought us a me. fan base. He hates you, Hams, David, with good reason. You talk so much smack to him, leaving comments on his posts, making fun of him. Come on. He's trying to run for governor. He's trying to help people. And then you're wish, there making fun of him, leaving I comments, roasting him. Anyone. He not blocked Missouri? me now, so now he's going to get roasted. Roasted. Nonstop. It is. It Clown was. Face. I will admit, it probably wasn't good that he blocked you. You know, he's got to be able to at least defend himself. Or He says that you have succubus energy towards him. Yep. Succubus energy that you're just attacking. You know what? Anyway, we don't want to spend too much time going into that because, unfortunately, Rocco couldn't make it here tonight. But Rocco has opened us up to a whole new fan base. Rocco has fans. He has people out there that believe what he says and that are enthralled with his stories. Anyway, one of these guys, Miles, reached out to me. We're going to have Miles on for the first time tonight. Miles uh, Bartson. Or is that it? Uh, Miles Batson. Miles Batson yeah. is coming out tonight. Miles DM'd me and started telling me about a really wicked, terrible story, I guess, a witch had cast a spell on him and wished some type of apparition or created an apparition to attack him. He went on and on inside of a, a Facebook message to me, and it was just horrifying, and it seemed like a real-life experience with ghosts. I made a post earlier on Facebook looking for people to tell their ghost stories. This was the most legit, and it was just terrifying. <laughs> so Miles is coming out tonight to tell his ghost story. 
Also tonight, we have a witch on the other side of things. And hopefully she's not creating apparitions like this and doing terrible deeds. You know, we have these ideas of witches riding around on broomsticks and eating lizard's eye and the witch's brew. Then with the big uh, cauldron and the crazy things like children's brains and hearts or whatever weird things they put <laughs> inside, right? Hansel and Gretel, I, I believe that was a witch, right? Yeah. And she eats children. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Look, they have these ideas. The Wizard of Oz, right? Wasn't that the Wicked a, Witch? The, the Wicked there were good the witches too, yeah. I guess, according to his vibe. Was Charmed. Charmed had witches. This show Charmed. What's her name? Was Smoke Show. She could be my witch any day. Alyssa of the week. Milano. Yes, she's bad. And you know what? That is more. I wouldn't say that Taya's looking like Alyssa Milano. Shouts to Taya. She's yeah. beautiful in her own right. But Taya, Taya's actually been on the program many, many times. Not many people know her as a witch, though. So for the first time, she's almost coming out, in a sense, here on this program as a witch, a true modern-day witch, 2020 witch. Coming out of the witch's closet here on The Ryan Show. Flying on that broomstick, or maybe not. We'll find out. And, you know, once again, this is kind of uh, our Halloween special is different. We like to inform and educate our fans and friends that listen in. We'd like to learn new things with you. We got Afro. Afro's going to do his top 10 favorite Halloween movies, horror movies. You know, we got a good episode for the people today. It's That's always right. good to just sit down and chop it up with Afro, too. Afro's the man, dude. He's got such a knowledge on horror movies. I don't know a lot. I feel like he's just one of those people when you get him talking, he just keeps going. He's a connoisseur of, like, all things. Like you said, he just he just knows a little... I wouldn't say a little bit a lot of things. He knows a lot of things yeah. about the categories that he's really into. He's just somebody that, like, studied. Like, when you listen to him rap, you can tell he's somebody that, like, reads and and, you know... Is like a you could like see the movie buff because he's not it's like a story, you know the way he raps. It's not he like, studies the greats, yeah, and then he yep. has his own style and his own voice. And then when we don't talk to him a, a lot about which we're this is what we're gonna get into tonight is just acting in general and movies. Like Afro was on the breaks. Most a lot of people, a whole nother audience knows Afro from the breaks. Hip hop heads, people that are into music, know him from his songs with R. A. and Sean P. and Sean P. DJ Premier. Uh oh, something's Lord got have him. Mercy. Something's got him. That's I think these spirit. spirits are attacking yeah. me early. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, so yeah, let's start things off, Hamptons Dave, by bringing on our first guest tonight. Why don't we kick it off with Afro, and we'll figure out what his top 10 horror movies are. We gave him a little bit of homework. Afro's coming in tonight with his top 10 favorite horror movies of all time. So uh, we're, I'm excited to find out, because honestly, I love watching horror movies. And it's like my favorite time of the year, Halloween, just because I get to turn on AMC and see some different type of movie that we all know and love. They always play the classics on there. So uh, without further ado, this is the Halloween special. The Ryan Show FM is getting spooky tonight. Stick around, buckle up tight, and be safe, everybody, because it is going down. Honky wonky, let's get it spooky. DJ Honky Wonky. Honky Wonky. Let's go.
over here right now, huh? And my eyes more red than the devil is. And I'm about to take it to another level, deep. Depending who you going get, ain't nobody cold as this. Do the rap and the track, triple double, no assist. And my only focus is staying on some bogus. Arguing with my older chief, acting like I owe a shit. I heard the beat, the same raps that get a trap chain. Bought the chain that always give me back pain. Flick up that my money, so yeah, I had to act sane. Shot looking for these who love my act sane. She came up to me and said, This the number two dial. If you wanna make it number one, you're number two now. Miss that goose in Malibu, I call it Malibu, yeah. Damn, easy, I would hit him with a new style. Know that motherfucker, what you gonna do now? Whatever I wanna do, gosh, it's cool now. Now I'm gonna do rise to noon now. Think you motherfucker really, really need Cause you'll never get on top of this So mommy best advice is just to get on top of this Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the bazooka in a sarcophagus Now she claiming that I bruise her esophagus Head of the class and she just wanna swallow shit I'm living in the future so the presence is my past My presence is a present, kiss my ass King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a mother of monster. Conquer, stop your, stop your silly nonsense. Nonsense, none of you didn't know where the swamp is. None of you didn't have seen the carnage that I've seen. I still hear things scream in my dreams. Murder, murder, and black convertibles. Ah, kill a block, I murder the avenues. Ah, rape and pillage of village women and children. Everybody wanna know what my Achilles heel is. Love, I don't get enough of it All I get is these vampires and bloodsuckers All I see is these ziggins I made millionaires Milling about, spilling their feelings in the air All I see is these fakes off with no fangs Trying to draw blood from my ice cold veins I smell a massacre Seems to be the only way to back you Gosh, gosh, you can just stop it Everybody know I'm a mother of me a monster I'ma need to see you see your hands at the concert I'ma need to see you see your hands at the concert Why not? Why not? Nicky, you wanna be the one I sign it? Everybody's taking so one. 
Halloween special, The Ryan Show FM is lit like a jack-o'-lantern. Ain't that right, Hamptons Dave? I'm very, very scared. <laughs> Was that the, uh, the Dracula voice? Yeah, I, I feel guess. like all, I don't know. all those old school horror movies, they all have that like Transylvanian accent. I want to. <laughs> you want to I like Count Dracula. Count Dracula? You know, yeah. that was based on a real the person. Count. A Not really evil dude. Yes, the Count. Oh, you like the Count, like Count yeah. as in the one, Count. One, Wait, wasn't one, wasn't one, Dracula uh, based on uh, Vlad uh, the Impaler? Yes, it was. And that voice that you hear is a familiar voice on this radio program. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for the one and only extra lyrical Afro. All flows reach out in the building, baby. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think he was. He was based on Vlad the Impaler, who was a very, very despicable man. Yet, I guess uh, a lot of the despicable Russians still admire him. Much like many of the despicable men in history. We all, we all tend to love him. I didn't get to go to Transylvania, but I was really close. I had a show in Bucharest, Romania. Ooh, and I was really it? close. Was it a spooky town? Bucharest was cool. It was like a, um, people were chill. It was like a chill spot. But like um, the the driver and the the promoter was driving us around. He was like, "Yo, that's Transylvania, right?" He's like, "We passed by the castle." It's like the beginning of a horror movie. But yeah, you look at it, you're like, "Oh, yeah. shit, I don't, I want to go." That is the spooky building in Transylvania. <laughs> With the, did the guy have like two eyes looking in different directions and a hunch? I just saw. Oh, what the promoter? Yeah, <laughs> they were good people. They were. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised by how normal it was because they were like Transylvania is 15 minutes from here. I was like, what? And uh, it was like a normal town. So I was like, this is kind of creepy. But that's how Modern. they start. It's a normal town. It's like Salem too. <laughs> it can't you, know, you go to Salem now. I never you been know, to Salem. Yeah, I never been to Salem either. But not too far from our friends here in Boston on 98.1 FM. Urban heat, yeah, a lot of uh, that, well, tonight we are having a real life witch, yeah, coming I mean, out of the I show. I don't believe in none of that, yeah, none uh, of that junk. I, to, I stay away from that stuff, man. So, you stay away from it because you think it's it's just strange, or you think that these spells really could have an impact on you? I'm a spiritual dude, so who knows, but I, I, I don't want anything to do with no witches, man. That's just me, yeah. Well, it's a good thing we're on Zoom, you'll be off here by the time that this guy oh, <laughs> or girl or whatever. Oh. It's all love. That's just our that yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you're not, you're not the only one, Afro. I told a guy that hit me today on Facebook saying that he had a ghost story about the witches coming on tonight, and he was horrified. Talked about some type of an exorcism happening to his wife, and she was hanging from the ceiling fan. Just horrifying. And the priest wow. had to pull her off the ceiling. Just some crazy stuff. So he's far. Everyone was expecting. because he hung her. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He like brought he, something did he sound yeah. like he was joking, or did he? Really no, dead serious. This guy's been abducted by aliens. He's been was, part of government if, projects. Yeah, I, it's a good point. If I was married to Rocco, I'd probably hang yourself from the ceiling. That's not nice, you just, Dave. I'll use something you, a little I'll stronger you, than the ceiling fan. I'll tell you this: truth is stranger than fiction. It's true, and we live in a world. I think it was John Lennon that said it: that we live in an insane world run by insane people with an insane objective. And if we bring it up and call people out as being insane, then we're locked away as insane, and that's what's insane about it. Something along those lines. And on that note, be sure to vote, everybody. Yeah. Be sure to vote. <laughs> vote um, against him. Vote against him. It doesn't matter who it is. Vote against him. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw Kanye West this weekend on Joe Rogan, but I think that might have sealed the deal for me. I think I, I might saw a bit think I know who I'm voting I just, for. I just can't listen to him talk so much. I it's saw a great like, comment on there that said it, it looks as though he's writing a script in his head and reading it off of the yeah. teleprompter on the back and of his eyes. And he's like questionable with the reading of it. It's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, look, the guy's a real visionary, a real artist, 
And I mean, who knows if he was on? I didn't see the full entire. I can't sit there for three hours. I got ADD. I got my own medication I need to be able to sit there for three hours. That's how much it was. It was a three hour. Yeah, it was a three, three hour tour. That's what. That's yeah. how long. Uh, Gilgan's Island was supposed to be on the SS Minnow. You saw it happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Fro? You going for Kanye twenty twenty? Uh, I'm not political. Period. I, I don't. I, I'm not political. I, I I stay away from it. You know, like I don't put political stuff in my raps or nothing like that. And I can't even blame you. I mean, the last two elections that you've been able to vote, look who was running. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the government. So you know, I'm just. I stay away from it. You know. R. Ray, who you work closely with, I feel like he just bashes everything. That's one thing I like about R. Ray is he just doesn't pick a side. He just lets everybody have it. Hey, you know, works for R, you know? It does work for him. And it's I really like that stance where you kind of just stay in the middle and critique everybody. You don't necessarily need to pick a side. Because both sides always make good points. I don't understand how people pick a side anyway. Okay. But that being said, we're not here to talk politics. We're here to talk Halloween. This is the Halloween special, after all. And Afro, you may know Afro for his emceeing and his superior rap abilities. But Afro, you've also seen him on the break. So as you know, if you follow Afro, you're a fan of Afro, you know he's a huge movie buff, movie connoisseur especially when it comes to these horror films. So we've been blessed with a top 10 list tonight. It's almost Halloween. Everybody wants to watch horror movies. There's like that full week on AMC where they run nothing but Halloween movies and scary films. So Fro, I'm very excited to hear your insight on these top 10 films that you picked. And I'm just going to ask you before we get started, are any of these modern films? Um, the newest one that I have on my list is from 2012. 2012 that's i guess that is that's technically a modern horror movie and, and i'm sure there are some great horror movies that have come out um through the years but maybe i missed them or something like that so you know i, I don't i don't like dogging um how a lot of the modern horror movies like aren't as great i'm sure there's some great ones out there that are probably like underground you know how like hip-hop's like mainstream and an underground type of stuff same thing with the movies it's like underground movies and then the you know big big blockbusters so you know some great ones come around but my favorite one is like the recent ones, like from 2012, you know, so. And that's your favorite one? Yeah, I think in a long time, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. All right, well, I guess we might as well start with the uh, with the bottom 10. What do you got for number 10? Um, I'm going to go with the modern one. I'm going to go with the modern one. I'll go with, uh, I'm going to go with Sinister. Sinister. Now, Sinister, it might not be everybody's cup of tea. It might be just like a regular kind of horror movie, but... To me, what I thought was great was the acting. You know, uh, one of my favorite actors is Ethan Hawke. So I thought yeah. Ethan Hawke was like, he, he was the lead in like a horror film. It was like some straight supernatural ghost kind of crazy stuff, you know. So I thought he was great, really, really good. And then I thought he, he carried the movie, but it's just I think it's a great one. So that's my recent, like, that's my favorite horror movie in like a long time. Yeah. You don't see a lot of big name actors that yeah, uh, that act unless they're like in their younger you know, the younger you know days. What you do? Early I was going to say in the old like, you know, you catch a lot of stars now in those old like Friday the Thirteenth or like yeah. uh, what was Johnny Depp was in what? Uh, yeah, he Nightmare was in the first one. Yep, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Or was he? Yeah, he was in Jennifer Aniston was in I believe Leprechaun was it? Leprechaun, yep. Which was a horrific movie for me. I was really yeah. frightened by Leprechaun. You know, what's crazy about Leprechaun is as a kid, I was terrified of him. As a kid, I was like, "Yo, that dude's a creepy dude." But as I grew up and rewatched it, I was like, "Yo, it's silly." I'm like, I'm laughing and it's goofy. Yeah. But as a kid, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I thought he was as a, terrifying. I as a kid too, yeah, that was yeah, one that got me. You know what it is? Like, I don't. It's like little people running full speed is a really scary sight. No matter how old you yeah. are, when they're coming at you with a knife or a belt. I remember he had the belt and he was just running full speed. 
just frightening. <laughs> Whipping people in the face with a belt. Like, it's almost scary when there's a little person running after you because you know that they mean business. Like, a big dude. And then they did Leprechaun from the Hood. Another classic. Leprechaun yeah. from the Hood. But let's get back. So, we got 10 with Insidious, yeah. Ethan Hawke. Is that number nine, Leprechaun from the Hood, bro? No, nah, no. Nah, I love no. it. It's terrible, but I love it. Um, Ice-T, and then that's a great one. Yeah. My, my number nine, I'm going to go with Candyman. Candyman Candy, is good. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Yeah, that was one that I, I didn't say it into the... I didn't say it into the uh, into the mirror. That was one like my brothers freaked me out. I didn't have nightmares from it, but that was one that like when I was younger, I wouldn't say that into the mirror. I really thought that would happen. Like we really had like a like a black dude Bloody Mary. Like we really yeah. had one. That's crazy. <laughs> like like yeah, like Candyman. It was freaky. Like as a kid, he was terrifying. And even now, like I look at his movie, and I'm more like grown up but it's like yo he's a creepy dude tony todd was incredible you know tony todd was just he was born to play that role you know definitely freaky and uh, what do we got for number eight i'm gonna go with uh the original texas chainsaw massacre classic based on a real life story too ed gein it's based around ed gein um uh yeah just a lot of crazy stuff man and and i love how it's shot i love that grimy documentary like feel to i just love how it's shot thing is incredible i think even now when you watch it it's like wow so creepy and just like grimy and gritty looking i love it and do you think that the remake did it any justice well there's so many of them i mean there's so many reboots and reimaginings but i do love the um the 2003 one like the first like when they rebooted it again um where, where, they, where they pick up the hitchhiker in the beginning and she like blows like shoots herself and like in the fuck crazy sh- stuff like that you know <sighs> So yeah, that one uh, I did love that one because Arlie Ermy was the bad guy, uh, the drill instructor, uh, 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 Sergeant Hartman from Full Metal Jacket. He plays the bad. He's the sheriff. That's right. Yeah, and he's he's That's the a fun thing about it. He's the best thing about it. He like makes the movie go like wow, like wow. Yeah, yeah when they take a real actor and put it in a horror movie, yeah, just really great results. Let really, thing. let him do his thing. He just killed. Yeah, him. he's got one of those sound like distinct sounds where he you know he does that in every role. We were talking about it a little bit earlier, how it's tough to find new horror movies. And I feel like it's because a lot of these really, really good ones are based on true stories. And yeah, there's a lot of horrible things that happen, you know, COVID-19, for instance. But COVID-19 wasn't a dude uh, ripping people's faces off with a chainsaw and then wearing them. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a certain level of freakiness and freak show stuff that especially was going down back in like the, uh, the early parts of the 20th century, it seems. Like for instance, I, we'll, we'll, as we go into this list, we'll we'll point out which ones were actually based on some real stories. But yeah, I'm not rooting for any of these terrible things to happen. But I will say this: <laughs> I will say this. We need some more scary movies. What's it gonna take? It's really gonna take a freak show to do some sick things. Anyway, I'll tell you, I don't know I if digress. it makes the list, but like Rob Zombie redid the Halloween movies. Yeah, I actually thought those those joints were all right. I oh. didn't mind them. I thought I I didn't think they were gonna be that good, and I I caught myself, you know, like. I kind of, I kind of. There's things I like about the first one, the remake that he did, but the second one, I, I can't. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the second one. The second one. The first one is when they're like in that the house in the woods. When he's like the, the kid, yeah. When he's the yeah. kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were things I liked about it, but like, yeah, the second one was just like, oh no, like second yeah. one. Well, the second one was the one where the white horse was coming around. You yeah, that one? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. <laughs> But I, I did, th- yeah, there were things I liked about the, 
that that first remake. Like Danny Trejo was the, the yep. that I was helping him. Yeah, I like I like, and then Cam Foray was the big the black dude in the the gas station. That was pretty cool. He's a great. I think he's good as a horror movie director. Rob Zombie. It's got the perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh we are up to what number seven. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, Dawn of the Dead, the original. Dawn of the Dead. Now wait. Now if I'm not mistaken, you said that was your favorite movie last time you were on the show. Day of the Dead is. Day of the Day. Dead. Okay, so this is Dawn of the Dead. Okay, now this is the original one, or is this the preview? Or I'm sorry, uh, the original. Okay. This is a 1978 joint, and um, uh, I'm Romero's like my favorite director of all time. You know, I'm just a nerd like that, but Romero's my favorite. So. Uh, I feel like Dawn, um, Dawn's really smart too. I rewatched it with R.A. recently, like a month back. And I was like, yo, he even said, he was like, yo, it's just so smart how it held up even today. Like we see the people who are arguing in that movie on the TV. They sound like the people arguing on mm-hmm. TV about the COVID stuff going on. It just sounds like, kind of the, it's like, wow. Like he was ahead of his time with that, you know? And uh, yeah, Dawn is a really special one. And I, and I do, I do, I, I rock with the remake too. I think the remake, um, I really enjoyed it. I, my mom took me to see it in theaters. I was seven years old when it came out in 2004. I saw that in theaters. I was jumping like a little girl, like crying and stuff like behind <laughs> me. It's just so loud and zombies like popping everywhere. But um, that was, I really, yeah, that's one. I rock with that one too. There we go. Something to check out. And, uh, and what was that? You said you were seven. So that was like kind of a long time ago now that remake, huh? And that was, was it George Romero? And Romero didn't remake the remake. I mean, he didn't write the remake. He didn't do the remake. But, um, okay. but yeah, it was uh, the guy who did the remake was Zack Snyder, who did Man, A Man of Steel, uh, uh, 300, okay. um, 300 all, ty- all types of stuff, yeah. Okay. All right, I guess we're up to number six. Number six on All Flows Reach Out, a.k.a. Afro's Horror Movie List, for you to check out this Halloween. I'm going to go with Nosferatu. Oh, that is a classic, and that is horrifying. That holds up. Oh. Man, that still might be the scariest movie out there right now. Still creepy to me now, but as a kid, I had nightmares about dude. The dude who just stare like that, like he rises up all slow like that, and so, like, yo, I had nightmares about him. That might have actually been Nosferatu, the guy that played him. What a creep. Yeah, he's just like, like yo. And, and there's an episode of SpongeBob where he pops up randomly, because as a kid, I saw this too. And it was so random. It was the creepy episode with the fry cook, uh, like the hashling and slasher. And at the end of the episode, Nosferatu pops up out of nowhere. He's there. Um, someone's messing with the lights the whole time in the episode. And they look over like, oh, Nosferatu. And <laughs> they Photoshop like a creepy smile on his face. And that gave me nightmares, too. Damn. SpongeBob episode. That's how creepy the guy was. That is crazy. And I know exactly the episode you're talking about, too. Yeah, yeah. I was still watching SpongeBob into my early teens. I don't know about you, Dave, but I think that show held up. Classic. I, yeah, hell yeah. yeah I used to, Super I used funny. to watch SpongeBob. I'm not, a fan, I'm not a fan of the past 10 years of the episode yeah. we've been doing, but the classic SpongeBob is classic. I love SpongeBob. Classic. It had that like Rocco's modern life kind of feel to it. But before we keep going off, it's time we're actually going to play a little bit of music, Fro, before we get back and finish up with these top five. The top five horror movies recommended by Afro. But we've got some great new music by Afro that we're going to premiere for the first time on. I think it's the first time on FM radio. Is it, Fro? It's probably not. You guys have probably had it out there. Um, 
did you guys put out the Grandmaster Fro stuff and all that? We did. We we've played Grandmaster Fro f- a few times. We've played um, the one that you remixed over the what was it the Jay Z Ja Rule DMX oh, song? Yeah, it's murder. It, yeah, murder. It's, it's murder. murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we played uh, that. But there are some new ones. There are some new ones. Alonzo Harris. You know what? We're gonna hit you guys with some new Afro. Uh, whether or not you've heard this before, this is some <laughs> straight fire. I'll tell you that much. And uh, be sure to follow Afro at All Flows Official. Is that correct? Is that your IG? Oh, yeah, All Flows Official. Okay, at All Flows Official. In the meantime, let's hit him with some new hip-hop. Folks, this is the Ryan Show FM's Halloween special, and we are counting down the top 10 horror movies, Afro's favorites. Folks, we will be back. Uh, let's go. One time, yo. I've done some dumbass things like busting a mic up, I'm fussing a fight, can't run past me I'm too fast for a fat guy, my sprint an A1 Lacerate all these rap guys, a minute I need months Marathon spitter beyond the air that I deliver Start the night with my Blair Witch Project Niggas, I'll be like, come hither, my brother, whatever I figure, I figure, ain't the blicky itchiest trigger finger to date Depart him, from the season of winter all the way to autumn I eat him on any type of frequency or a rhyme to follow Get you down to swallow, my next generation And when your rhyme is hollow, my eyes intimidation There lies a situation, weird mind is in my place Bare lines in any statement, sheer fright in all they faces You f***ed up, don't underestimate the baseline Fro under stress, but creative mind Don't wanna test, but I make them fine Plug the mic in your chest, in your flesh With the vocal karaoke with your mind The best professor X type sh- When I bless the beat invested, yes, the next might hit Yo, Fro, and I'ma do my thing Fro, this will go and do his thing Yo, 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 and one time I'ma do my thing Fro, this will go and do his thing Yes, So fresh, so everlasting. Uh-huh. Okay. Is that a word? Okay, all right. I'm telling you right now, this sounds like. Good. You need the right talk. Just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's. Yo. I ain't gotta say a thing about it. Wanna be around it? Better be about it. Be about it. Talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. Talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. I ain't gotta say a thing about it. Wanna be around it? Better be about it. Be about it. Talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. Talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. I'm like Trantor, Gigantor. My rap force is times out by more by five. You multiply for. They call me Black Al Bundy. Rap how funny. Act wild dummy. Funny how. About to spaz out like Sunny. They're out to collect. Like grab me the money. No doubt of respect. They grimy and ugly. The slippery slope. And the signs of a snake. The cigarette smoke. And the lies and demise surprising your face. I get an adrenaline rush with a villainous grin. There's some we need to discuss like getting this win My pen will show thrust when inventing a gem So thus the fro robust beginning with him Better hold up when the five comes Get throwed up when the rhyme run Get shown up when your time's up Get blown up like the five bloods And fro up, leave your mind numb And shown up via nine guns Throwing up King Kong slugs Fro up, your rhyme done Shit you can't deny son Spit a different rhyme son Is you or isn't your issue Can't commit to my lungs Dodo birds who don't know words They criticize my flow church Fro Flow works are energized Simple five sitting I'm sentenced to life 25 add another 20 It's 45 the fight I'll never see the light Behind bars I'm itching to strike I'm in the dark like I'm sitting goodnight Mother I ain't gotta say a thing about it Wanna be around it 
better be about it, be about it. Talk about it, be about it, be about it. Talk about it, be about it, be about it. I ain't gotta say a thing about it. Wanna be around it? Better be about it, be about it. Talk about it, be about it, be about it. Talk about it, be about it, be about it. Talk about it, be about it, be about it. And we have returned. This is the Halloween Spooky Special. The Ryan Show FM is in the house. And we are counting down the top 10 greatest horror movies. According to movie connoisseur Afro, all flows reach out as in studio. Hampton's Dave Afro. What's going on, gentlemen? Oh, another good night. Another good night. It's always good to have the brother Afro down here. It's always good to be with you. Gotta say shout out to the general. I know he's he's got uh he's en route, I think, right? He's feeling himself right now. Yeah. He's getting a little early celebrating going in. Love You're going to hear from Mr. Cheeks on and off throughout the night sporadically. He's kind of like the ghost of the Ryan Show FM right now. Twins out tonight. The twins out tonight. <laughs> oh, man. And don't forget, everybody, we're going to be down in Atlanta, November 7th, for Mr. Cheeks Presents Show. Mr. Oh, man, I think I'm supposed to be surprising Mr. Cheeks. It's a good thing he doesn't listen to the show, but I'm surprising <laughs> Mr. Cheeks, and I'm showing up in Atlanta. So if you want to catch myself... Ooh. Mr. Cheeks and the whole LB fam minus Hams Dave because he's a very busy guy. He's got to stay. I imagine. What is that? November seventh. November seventh. Nobody runs that by my people. There's no. I don't get. I'm not in the email chain. I gotta talk to. Oh, you didn't know. Up. You didn't know about the November seventh show. Mr. Cheeks has posted about it like 13 I, times I, I, in the I, past I didn't day. Know we were going. I didn't know it was a surprise. That was pretty bad on my end. I should have let you. But I figured you couldn't go. Since when are you ever we going were, out of town I, with us? I thought we were booked. We're booked November on November seventh. For what? Indigo? Uh, not, yeah, whatever that podcast is. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have to cancel That's on Mateo a- again. That's yeah, Shouts to Mateo Pascal. He's probably learning it right now because he actually listens to the show every week. So, yeah, Mateo, we're not going to be able to make it November 7th. I apologize. That's I'm going to be in a- No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got some movies to count down. We just hit you with 10 through 6 of Afro's top movies. Uh, I believe it was what? Insidious is number 10. Sorry, so, yeah, you know what? You you've got the list in front of you. I smoke too much to remember these things. What was it, Fro? It was Sinister, uh, Candyman, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 1974 joint, mm. Dawn of the Dead, the 1978 joint, Nosferatu, the original joint, and yeah, so far. And really quick, Nosferatu. Do you know what year that came out? 1922. 1922, and it's still. I never even. I never seen it. I got a dude. Just Google it. Yeah, Google everybody that. that's listening right now on the radio. Google image Nosferatu. Yeah, Dave, when you look him up, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. going to be like, yeah, because that, that guy's like, everybody's seen that guy at least once in their lifetime, you know, at least once. In a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah Crazy. Yeah. So so that's what we got from uh, 10 through 6. So, Fro, let's hit him with number five. What do we got? Top 10 horror movies. Oh, this yeah. is number five. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, see, I told Psycho. you. Psycho. Know yeah. 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 And that's the real actor. I don't think they really put much makeup on the guy. They probably went to Transylvania and found some freak and brought him onto the... I got to look through the trivia on that one, but I don't think you're too far off. I think I think they did put makeup on him, but I don't think as much as we think. I think that, that guy was just... Yeah, he was born in... You're going to be a star. You look like a real freak. Have a, <laughs> have a cigar, kid. We're going to put you on the silver screen. It was like those, those days, the 1920s. Classic. Um, that guy ever lived to know that he was going to be in a SpongeBob episode either. I probably know him from that SpongeBob episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic SpongeBob too. Man, he looks. That's crazy. Everybody, Google Nosferatu. Definitely something worth checking out. All right, so Fro, 
Uh, sorry to get onto a tangent there. Number five. You're good. Um, this one's a little more goofier, and this one's more because it's a childhood movie uh, favorite of mine. Tremors. The first Tremors. 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 I can't say that I'm familiar with Tremors. The one with the worms. The worms, the, the yeah. Worms from the dirt, under the, um, under the dirt. And uh, the first one had Kevin Bacon. Yeah. As I was going to say it's Kevin Bacon, yes. I, yeah, I was Kevin trying to Bacon. think of the actor that was in it. Yeah, and that's one, that's one of my favorite. That's like my favorite movie from him ever. But like, <laughs> that's a, he even said it too. I think, that, I think he said that was like his like favorite experience filming a movie ever or something like that. It was Tremors. What do the worms look like? And it's goofy. They they shoot. Yeah. They're big ass worms, and and there's small snake kind of tongues that shoot out from the mouth, and they like wrap you in and then like swallow you in. Or they just swallow. It's crazy. And wow. there's like, there's literally like seven Tremors movies. Yeah. And a lot of them are on Netflix, but the only um ones that I think are worth it are one through four. But the ones that have the magic are one and two. I think one and two are great. Three's kind of eh, and four's kind of eh, but I still like it. And then after that, it's just like... One know. used to be one of those joints that used to always be on, like, TNT. TNT yeah. always and used still, to put... And, yeah. and still on cable to this day. Yep. It's on Netflix, too. It's on Netflix, too. Was this a young Kevin Bacon, like, yeah. before Footloose? Or? 1990. No, no, no. A little, no. Bit, a little bit after Footloose. Okay. So he was popping. That's still impressive that they got a Kevin Bacon right during those popping years. And Kevin, right. and Kevin Bacon was in the first um, Friday the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. He oh, stabbed, that's he right. He gets stabbed through the throat, yeah. Damn, so much Halloween trivia. All right, so that's number five, Tremors. And what do we got for number four? I'm going to go with The Thing. Ooh, the Kurt thing. Russell. What a legend. What an overlooked, underrated legend on the silver screen, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's a beast. I love that guy. So he's many great characters. He's got a movie star name. Like, I just feel like Kurt Russell. Yeah. 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 And his like, characters have Snake yeah, Plissken. Might be one of the most memorable oh, yeah, names yeah. ever. Incredible. Snake Plissken. The, the great thing that I love about the thing is, like, it's shot really well. Just, like, that isolated, cold feeling of everything. But I love it because it's like it's a horror movie, but there's also a big mystery thing. It's like, who's the alien? Like, which one of y'all is the alien? You know, so, like... That's one thing that I really loved about it. It's like they're all like side-eyeing each other, like, hmm, you know. And they're all great <laughs> actors. Everybody's killing it. Like, everybody's killing their role, you know. Awesome. And really quick, Fro, do you have any uh, – Is are you going to be in any horror movies coming up? Have you ever thought about directing or acting in a horror movie? I would love to. I would love to. I, I have – um. I have a bunch of screenplay like scripts written, but I have. I was going to feel like – I feel like we I went talk. into this last time you were on the show. I think we asked you the same question, and – uh yeah, that's like where we left off is you need to write this. I just feel like it's in you. You definitely have some crazy stories I'm sure you could put out. I have a good like three or four horror movies written because I have like, oh, I have, like yeah. 10 scripts just sitting here. I'm just writing all the time. Like if just I'm not writing the rhymes, I'm writing like stuff. A true, uh, what do they call it? True renaissance, man, that we're on the, uh, on the Zoom with here. All right, so we got number four down. We're, uh, we're running out of, uh, of time here. So we got number three. What do we got here, Afro? Okay, so the last three are zombie movies. Ooh, okay. So this is, remember, this is Afro's top 10. So if you're not a zombie movie buff, well, too bad. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Get used to you're it. You're either going to love zombies or hate them. So it's all yeah. good, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, three, I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead. Oh, classic. And that, yeah. and that could go as a horror movie or as a comedy movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it was hilarious. It has everything. It's like like there's li there's genuinely little creepy parts about it. For the most part, it's a comedy, and you're laughing your you know your butt off. But like it, it's it, you know, I saw that in theaters. Also, it came out the same year as the remake of Dawn of the Dead. So I they saw did that Dawn on purpose. 
I saw I saw Don and Sean both in the theater same year. What happened to those two dudes? Those two English dudes are hilarious. Oh, Simon, yeah. what's his yeah. name? Yeah, and they they, they made Pe- a couple of movies recently. Yeah. yeah, Simon Pegg is in Star Simon Trek. Simon Pegg, he's, that's he's it. He's Scotty in Star Trek. And then Nick Frost, he was in like, remember that Into the Badlands Ninja show a few years ago? He was in that. Um, and he's he's still doing a bunch of stuff. He's doing like this funny ghost, like, like ghost hunting kind of show somewhere on cable that kind of looks funny too. So we should have had him on to talk for Halloween. That's the hot fuzz guys too, right? Yeah, all yeah. Hot, those hot two fuzz. hilarious too. Hot yeah, fuzz hot fuzz is, is lit. Hot fuzz is incredible. Two incredible they, they movies. They, they made okay. another one recently where they're like drinking. I forget what it is. They're, I didn't. I didn't love it. It was the world's end. Uh, Yes, the world's end. Yes, I, and they get I to didn't, the last I, bar is the world's end, right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it as much as Sean and Hot Fuzz, but I thought it was still good. There were good things in it that I did like, but I was like, ah, I didn't think it had like that same magic as. Yeah, it's hard to follow it up. Like it's hard to write that many really, really good movies. But, I'm but happy anyway, to, they gave us Sean and Hot Fuzz, so I'm happy for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like same with like really quick last tangent. Adam Sandler gets all <laughs> this flack about making nothing but movies, minus a few over the past like twenty years, but. Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison and Waterboy are three of like the greatest movies of all time. Oh, and honestly, I'm an I'm an Adam Sandler fan. Like, honestly, Jack and Jill is the worst movie of all time. But he knew Jack and Jill is hilarious. He did it on purpose. He made that movie terrible on purpose. But Jack and Jill is hilarious. He knew what he was doing. just to mess with all of us. I bet he did that just to piss all those people off. My favorites from, um, besides the ones you said, those are my favorites, the ones you said. But I also love Mr. Deeds. And, yeah, I, love, um, and I love Big Daddy. I love those. Big Daddy's classic. Don't mess with the Zohan. He's good. Yeah, Zohan's yeah. funny. I like Yeah, Zohan. shouts to Adam Sandler. And all of you bums out there, try writing a movie and see how easy it is. Yep. All right. Enough, enough of these tangents. We got number two. I know everybody's so excited to hear these final two. For, t- for Afro's top 10 horror movies, 2020, this is the Ooh. list. We're almost done. <laughs> I'm going with um, the original Night of the Living Dead. Original Night of the Living Dead. Okay, now what is... I got a lot of respect for it because Romero's not only my favorite director, but he casted Dwayne Jones, a black man, to play a lead role in a horror film in 1968, if I'm not mistaken. 1968 is when it came out. And he casted a, a lead black man to play the role. And, and uh, he wasn't the first to die? No, he was the very last to die. Still killed him. It's going to be a short movie. Very last. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, and the ending's amazing, too, how, it, how it's done, too. It's like, wow, it's just really shocking and messed up, but it's incredible. Like, the reason why Romero casted him, because he was catching flack. They were like, oh, you casted that's, a, you know what, as the lead role. And that's he's, lit, though. He's like, he was the best yeah. man for the role. He was like, that's yeah. the best man for the role. So that's why I respect Romero a lot. And I love the movie. I love the movie to death. So it's like, you know. Innovative. Oh, and one more thing. Um, that was, he's he's the godfather of zombies, Romero. So that's the very first time that we saw people eating people in a movie ever. Oh. Yeah, because before that, there were like zombies, like voodoo zombies. Like, uh, and they didn't really eat people, you know? So uh, what the when hell they do then? That came out, that's innovative. You said it, it's innovative because it's the very first time, if I'm not mistaken, we're seeing people mm-hmm. eating people. Yeah, it's a strange way to incorporate. But I mean, what else are zombies going to do to get you? If they're moving so slow, I mean, really, they'd bite you and spread their infection. What were they doing originally, out of curiosity? Just walking around? Uh, Sexual predators. Like voodoo. Like like voodoo zombies. 
Oh, okay. Just like, ooh, you know, yeah, yeah, just dead in the brain. Stare, like that blank stare, like, kind of thing. Well, it could be worse. That's honestly, like, the safest type of zombie, so. Yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> if we had real ones, I would get rather have those. So, on that note, uh, we are, this is it, the final countdown. Number one of the top ten list. Um, I'm very excited. We got the drum roll going. Uh, Honky Wonky, hit that drum roll in three, two. <laughs> <laughs> Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. He's got the DVD. Day of the Dead, number one. There you have it. And what makes that the greatest horror movie in your opinion? In my opinion, it's just, you know, it's such a nerd pick for me. It's just, it's my favorite because I just love, I just love the dialogue. I love the acting. I love the, I love everything about it. The gore, the blood and guts is incredible. Um, the, the care, all the characters are awesome. Um, everybody just kills it. And I, I, I love it to death. And that's, that's the first, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Bub, the talking zombie, if he's the first talking zombie ever, but I got to see what year Return of the Living Dead came out, or Return of the Living Dead came out. So how does a zombie talk? What does a zombie sound like when it talks? <laughs> I know that the noises they make, the, the grunts and the groans and the moans, I didn't know that they uh, that they speak, though. No, I guess they do. They say, brains. Well, the return, the return of the living dead one was sick because they kept it cool. Like, like they were eating the paramedics, and then the zombie goes in, into the van, and then he, he talks on the walkie. He's like, bring in more paramedics. <laughs> was, wow. Sick. That's not fair. They should be able to do that, too. Well, there you have it, folks. There, Afro's top 10 horror movies going into 2020 Halloween. And Fro, uh, what... about to show these, too. Nice. Hell yeah. Look at that. Oh, he's got all the DVDs there ready. Now, is there anything else you'd like to leave these listeners off with before we move on? I know that you have great new music coming out. They already know your Instagram is at allflowsofficial, and they've probably followed you, right, guys? So what else do we got going on, Fro? Um, I'm just working on more music and video content for the fans. Um, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just making it work, you know, making the music, keeping it going, still in creative mode. Because the world's so crazy right now, it's just like it keeps me sane and just keep yeah. being creative. So. And you're making some waves, dude. You're still doing your thing. We appreciate you. All of us real fans of hip-hop out here are just sitting there anticipating song after song that's released. So thank you for blessing us with some real hip-hop. It's hard to come by these days. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I shouldn't even say that. There, there is some good hip-hop out there. Actually, in the past like two months, there's been a lot of crazy stuff that's come out. Yeah, there has. There definitely has been. New York's drop. New, New York is back. And Cali. Yeah. Even though, look, I'm, we're going to start claiming you as our own, bro. Like, the longer you stay out here in New York, we're going to start calling you a New York rapper. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm a Cali dude, but like all my fav- a lot of my favorite MCs yeah. are from New York. And just that's my influence, you know? There you have it. Go follow him. Check out the music, folks. This is the Halloween special. Chilling out here with our boy All Flows Reach Out, a.k.a. Afro. Don't forget the dashes. We will be back after this music by DJ Honky Wonky. DJ Honky Wonky. Take it away. Let's get a crack of and maybe a bing. I 
once knew it whose real name was William His primary concern was making a million Being the illest hustler that the world ever seen He used to f movie stars and sniff coke in his dreams A corrupted young mind at the age of 13 Never had a father and his mom was a fiend She put the pipe down but for every year she was sober Her son's heart simultaneously grew colder He started hanging out selling bags in the projects Checking the young chicks looking for hit and run prospects He was fascinated by material objects But he understood money never bought respect He built a reputation cause he could hustle and steal But got locked once and didn't hesitate to squeal So criminals he chilled with didn't think he was real You see me and like this have never been equal I don't project my insecurities on other people He fiended for props like addicts with pipes and needles And so he felt he had to prove to everyone he was evil A feeble-minded young man with infinite potential The product of a ghetto-bred capitalistic mental Coincidentally, dropped out of school to sell weed Dancing with the devil, smoked until his eyes would bleed But he was sick of selling trees and gave in to his greed Trying to be trife, never face the consequences You probably only did a month for minor offenses Asking doing life if he had another chance But then again, there's always the wicked that knew in advance Dance forever with the devil on a cold cell block But that's what happens when you bring cell rock Devils used to be gods, angels that fell from the top There's no diversity because we're burning in the melting pot So Billy started robbing anything he could do Get his respect back in the eyes of his crew Starting fights over little up on the block Stepped up to selling mothers and brothers to crack rock Working overtime for making money for the crack spot Hit the jackpot and wanted to move up to cocaine Fulfilling the Scarface fantasy stuck in his brain Tired of the block treating him the same He wanted to be major like the cutthroats and the thugs But when he tried to step to him, showed him no love They told him any mother coward can sell drugs Any with a gun can bust slugs Any with a red shirt can front like a blood Even Puffy smoked the mother up in the club But only a real thug is someone till they Standing in front of them, staring straight into their eyes Billy realized that these men were well guarded And they wanted to test them before business started Suggested to prove he was cold-hearted So now he had a choice between going back to his life Or making money with made men Up in the sight, his dreams about cars and ice Made him agree, a hardcore again is all he ever wanted to be And so he met them Friday night at a quarter to three Trying to be trife, never face the consequences You probably only did a month for minor offenses Asking doing life if he had another chance But then again, there's always the wicked that knew in advance Dance forever with the devil on a cold cell block But that's what happens when you in cell rock Devils used to be gods, angels that fell from the top There's no diversity because we're burning in the melting pot Drove around a project slow while it was raining Smoking blunts, drinking and joking for entertainment Until they saw a woman on the street walking alone Three in the morning coming back from work on the way home And so they quietly got out the car and followed her Walking through the projects, the darkness swallowed her They wrapped a shirt around their head and knocked her onto the floor This is it kid, now you got your chance to be raw So Billy yoked her up and grabbed the chick by the hair And dragged her into a lobby that had nobody there She struggled hard but they forced her to go up the stairs They got to the roof and then held her down on the ground Screaming shut the f*** and stop moving around The shirt covered her face but she screamed and clawed So Billy stomped on the f*** till he broke in the jaw Them dirty f*** 
knew exactly what they were doing They kicked her until they cracked her ribs and she stopped moving Blood leaking through the cloth, she cried silently And then they all proceeded to rip her violently Billy was made to go first, but each of them took a turn Ripping her up and her until her throat burned Her broken jaw mumbled for God, but they weren't concerned When they were done and she was lying, bloody broken and bruised One of them pulled out a brand new 22 They told him that she was a witness for what she'd gone through And if he that he was guaranteed a spot in the crew He thought about it for a minute She was practically dead And so he leaned over and put the right to her head He pulled it and ended a life He thought about the cocaine with the platinum and ice And he felt strong standing along with his new brothers Cocked it to a head and pulled back the shirt cover But what he saw made him start to cringe and stutter Cause he was staring into the eyes of his own mother She looked back at him and cried cause he had forsaken her She cried more painfully and when they were ripping her His whole world stopped he couldn't even contemplate His corruption had successfully changed his fate And he remembered how his mom used to come home late Working hard for nothing Cause now what was he worth? He turned away from the woman That had once given him birth And crying out to the sky Cause he was lonely and scared But only the devil responded Cause God wasn't there And right then he knew what it was To be empty and cold And so he jumped off the roof And died with no soul They say death takes you to a better place But I doubt it After that they his mother And never spoke about it And listen cause the story that I'm I'm telling is true Cause I was there with Billy Jacobs And I his mom too And now the devil follows me Everywhere that I go In fact I'm sure he's standing Among one of you at my shows In every street cipher Listening to little thugs flow He could be standing right next to you And you wouldn't know The devil grows inside the hearts Of the selfish and wicked White, brown, yellow and black Color is not restricted You have a self-destructive destiny When you're inflicted And you'll be one of God's children That fell from the top There's no diversity Because we're burning in the melting pot So when the devil wants to dance with you You better to say never because a dance with the devil might last you forever and we have returned this is the Ryan Show Halloween special. I guess that's the best Transylvania accent I got, Hamptons. Dave, what do you want from me? I'm not I, a voice I, actor. I want to suck your blood. Oh, stay away from me. You don't want anything <laughs> that's in our blood. But I digress. This is our most controversial guest in some time because of the judgments that people often cast around people of her kind. We even had one of our guests so freaked out he nearly had a nervous breakdown live on air when we told him that we were having a real-life witch on tonight for the Halloween special. What makes this even crazier is that this next guest has been on this platform before multiple times over the years, but we didn't know this about her. In fact, if you were one of the original listeners of The Ryan Show back in 2015, when there were probably about three people randomly sifting through the internet and somehow stumbled across the Ryan show on Spreaker.com. It was all the way back then in 2015 that shout we had this guest Spreaker. on. Yes, shout out to Spreaker for ripping us off and charging us 20 yes. a month for all those years. If you were listening all the way back then, then you may recognize this voice. She's been on the show before and in many different shapes and forms and for many different reasons. Like I would say one of the most frequent guests that we've had throughout the history of our platform, Hamden's Dave. 
from the yeah. very beginning, the origins, to last year when we were throwing parties and she came posed as uh, as one essentially Winona Ryder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stirred up a little controversy on the scenes. But uh but tonight she is here because little do most people know, she is a real life, authentic witch practicing witchcraft. This is as close to a modern day witch as you're gonna get, and no one's gonna burn her or hang her or uh, or uh, persecute her or anything like that. It's 2020. I hope not. Let's I hope should. not. But I mean, after this, after we find out what a witch Unless is really all about, that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for an official witch, the only witch that we've ever had on this radio platform, Taya Denimar. Hiya, name's Taya. Um, Hiya, Taya. Yes. So uh, it has been a while, though. Uh, I I don't think I've been here since day one, but yeah, it's been since the early years. Uh, we, you know, a little. <laughs> I was in the sushi shop. Yeah, back at Yamakyu. Yeah, yeah, hosting out of the sushi shop. It's wild. And that was when you were interning in radio. I don't know if it was. It was one of your family members. I think it was. Shouts to your mommy. Great people, by the way. One of them came up to me when I was working back then. I was in a cafe, and they said, "You know what, my son." is going to school for radio and interning. I don't think she had any idea what type of program we had. You'd come into Yamaku, there'd be like three joints lit up, and like it was just a... I don't even know if you'd call it radio, to be honest. It was really just a madhouse, that sushi it spot. It was good times. Good times, indeed. Good and, and times. You say it wasn't day one, but it was definitely like month one. Early, or month, yeah, it was early, early. The early, early, early origins. But anyway, before we keep going off into these tangents... Yeah, it's good to be, it's good to be here. That was still uh, with Nick, right? Yes, when we had yes. Nick on here as well. Shouts to Nick Scavone, one of the original hosts. Chris, you're back, and you've been a witch this whole time. Little did Taya. I even know that. I, I'm sorry, Taya. Um, yeah, once again, really quick, I'm, and I want to, you know, I apologize. You know, I'm, I'm still yeah. getting used to because you know, you've got once again, you've come in many names in many forms, but and that's a whole nother story. You say but, I'm a transient guest of yours. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like, and once again, this isn't anything out of the norm for us. We have genuine beauty on all the time, and uh, and other people that have been like gender fluid. Including yourself, you know, people that kind of switch around and, you know, look, it's 2020. One thing that I've learned doing this radio show, and that's really changed about me over the years, is I just don't judge anybody anymore. Because everybody, there's a reason why everybody is the way there is. And I really, I pretty much believe what people say up until they give me a reason not to believe it. You always have a spot on the Ryan show. That's that's what this is all about. My heart. Thank you. That's right. And so we welcome you back as Taya. Anyway, Taya, in all these years, I had no idea you were a witch, which I'm sure isn't even that hard considering all of the oppression and struggle that I'm sure you already go through. I mean, there's so many stereotypes about witches especially. So that being said, what does it mean to be a witch in 2020, a modern-day witch? 2020. Um, Well, a large percentage of what it is to be a witch, though, usually, usually, it involves nature worship to some degree um and to speak for i can't speak for a large majority of witches because the thing about witches is that they come from all different walks of life they have different beliefs different practices um it's to put it in the most i guess digestible means possible it's like if someone says it's like I'm Christian, right? But then it's like, okay, but are you Roman Catholic? Are you, you know, of another branch of Christian? Like, it's just such a broad term. Like when I say, oh, I'm a neo-pagan, then like, well, what does that entail? Where are you taking your practices from? Mm. Uh, And me personally, I am an eclectic neo-pagan. So an eclectic 
kind of, you know, you find things from other places that really resonates. So to put it safely, I'm very spiritual is what I am. So you're not the stereotypical witch because, you know, when most people think of witches, and today I did my research on witches, but everything kind of led me to the stereotypical Salem witches. Yeah, uh, do you, you know, have a hat? Do you wear the hat? Yeah, exactly. The hat, I the broom. Many, I have many hats sit on that I wear, stick? but yes, I have hats. Yes. But <laughs> I mean, it's it, it. there's a funny phenomena that kind of occurs to some degree, though, with culture and the way that, you know, like some things, yes, are are a certain way because they can line up right. And then there are others where it's like, well, why do I buy everything around Halloween? Because it all matches my aesthetic. Like I can't help that the commercial market is that way. And then that's- So it's true up. though. The commercial market is accurate and it's reflection of which is that you guys are dressing in black and well, you know, so drinking- Well, so the reasoning for wearing all black from what I have Because you're wearing black heard. right now. To those listeners out there that cannot see you, which is all of them, you are dressed in all black. I guess you're kind of dressed like I would imagine a modern day witch would be dressed as, minus the witch's hat and the yeah, broom. Not, well, I have my. Are you I sitting on a broom? Hat. I yeah, have my yep. day hat. That's very. Uh, it's just like a. What are you sitting on right now? Are you sitting on a broomstick? No bed. <laughs> oh okay. Tempurpedic. Good stuff. Ah, there we go. See that modern it takes me to dreamland yeah. and back. <laughs> But that being said, I read all these stereotypes about witches back then, and they had a really, really bad name, obviously. They were the, the Salem yeah. witch hunts, and they were yeah, persecuted in um, all types of ways. But they did say that they it was because of sick discoveries that had been made. For instance, I read that, uh, that the witches' brooms were actually coated in oil, and the women would rub them on their privates and on hairy parts of their body. I don't know how true it is, like solvents so, and... and so the women about, do that with my broomstick. So the thing about witches in general is that this is actually a gendered story where you have women who are gaining power in their communities, women who are sought after for advice or for the influence and affluence that they have, and then people are trying to remove them from these positions of either power or influence within their communities, uh, be it through blame or through finger pointing or trying to possess the possessions that they have be it land or other things of that nature um and it becomes a slander story it becomes that women in power uh, are dangerous uh yep. is what these stories and narratives are telling um wow still almost happens now you know i mean it's like what whenever a woman gets in power she's evil she's crazy right and part of what like I like about the witch narrative, right? The narrative of being a witch is the odd one out in some ways. The, that black sheep where I am misunderstood, but there is power in that mystery. There is, um, is there magic in that mystery? Because that's the real question that you we cast spells. Yes, that's what we want to know. I just today had somebody reach out to me on Facebook and said they were still dealing with the spell cast on them by a witch. I guess something about a pentagon being reversed on him. I don't know what that means. A pentacle? Or a pentacle getting reversed on him. And so he said he had to have a priest come to his house, uh, perform an exorcism on his wife who was hanging from the ceiling fan, and it was just a disaster. So he was he wouldn't come even on the Zoom chat tonight. Sure, the priest did something else with him, too. Um, <laughs> so things about pentacles. So often it's seen that the pentacle is, uh, if it's inverted, um, what is a pentacle? Really quick, because I wasn't even sure what a pentacle. So a pentacle is in a circle, 
if I'm not mistaken, and then it has the uh, the five-pointed star, and then a pentagram, if I'm not mistaken, is just something like this, which is just what a five-pointed star without the circle around it. That's the symbol for witchcraft, right? The the it's a sim. So what it is is it's a symbol of protection, oh, protection. Uh, is okay. what most people would say. And if it is inverted, if it is rotated where the point is down, it is seen as a symbol of power. But also oh. people have seen it as a symbol of Satanism and things of that nature. But people also, I don't what know, is it a symbol for you? For me, I mean, yeah. <sighs> you know, I'm going to finish my point first, and okay, we'll get back sorry. to that. Um, we're just pointed up, by the way. It's not pointing down. He's not using it for power. No, she's not. Um, so, <laughs> either way, uh, I feel like Satanists actually get a bad rap uh, in a lot of ways. Um, because they're hailing Satan. Well. <sighs> worshipping the devil. Like hailing Hitler. Well, because. No. <laughs> 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 no. Um they get a bad rap in a lot of ways, and I really highly recommend that people actually read up on this sort of uh, material. And I will, as a non-Satanist, I'm not going to speak for them, but from what I have read and known, it is a lot about self-agency and your own power. Um, more so than simply following. Like, it is about coming into your own power. Um, and, like, there is something kind of noble about that. There is something to be said there for your own ability and your own abilities um but like, so it's people that's don't what's look, different people don't look past like the loud child part yeah of of it or the fact that the name is so relative yeah. to christianity like that they don't they don't get it they don't see it and that's like <laughs> like you need to you need to dig a little bit i feel like it's almost like at least what you're practicing it's kind of like your own custom religion in a sense where you're kind of yes. taking a little bit out of everything yes, to meet the your yeah, with yeah, so yeah, with the eclecticness, uh, it's you kind of it's. I don't want to say cherry pick like to to represent it poorly, but you you know there are pieces that you come across throughout your life that are relevant to you. Um, I've like looking into if you look into chaos magic, that stuff is rife with taking pieces that work for you because every individual is different. Now let's now let's get into this. While we're on the topic of chaos magic, we hear like reports of witches drinking blood and, you know, taking eyeballs from children and or eyeballs from lizards, was it? I'm not sure which child maybe children's hands or whatever, children's <laughs> I don't really know. But that being said, is this uh is this just a fallacy? How authentic are these stories and reports of witchcraft consisting of some of these horrific deeds? Well, as, as asking me as a modern witch, I think that that's a, a bunch of hocus pocus uh, <laughs> to keep in Halloween theme. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like I would never, I could never. So you've never drank dog's blood. You've nope. never, you know, taken eyeballs out of small animals and put nope. them in your brew. So that's, see, nope. so there you go, was, listeners. Is this something that you've like had in you your whole life or is this something that you picked up or that you... This is something that know, I stumbled across was, as a baptized Roman Catholic who learned, who went to church school in the Diocese of New Jersey. In my church? So, oh, in New Jersey. Oh, they, Shouts to St. Andrews. Yep, St. Andrews. Re, you really raised a bunch of good ones. Look at us three. We'll take us three <laughs> as examples. <laughs> good Catholic boys here. Hilarious. So really quick, just because I know that people are going to want to know about the juicy stuff about witchcraft. So we already know... About the brooms, the brooms seems to be a fallacy. No one's riding around on broomsticks, right? In 2020? 
No. Uh, so a broomstick is actually called a besom um, in certain practices, uh, but you can use a broom for cleansing uh, in a lot of ways, like to sweep out negativity, basically, um, as one example. Um, salt is always a, a fun one to use. Be careful using salt, because you don't want to actually salt the earth. You know what they say, once you put too much salt into something, you can't take it out. So you got to be very light on the salt, no matter what it is you're doing with it. Yeah, exactly. The, the cooking the cooking applies to uh, to the, the magic as well. Uh, Condensed Chaos is a really good read also while we're on the... So what type of magic is it that you guys can actually uh, create? Um, like what type of spells have you created and actually seen work on people or animals or whatever else you're casting a spell on? So... Spellcraft can be can be tricky in some ways because it, on one hand it's extremely personal, and then there are other people who will cast other spells either on other people or for effects with other people. I like I am very much about self perfection with my particular practice. Uh, I you know practice various martial arts. I practice you know trying to self reflect, and part of my witchcraft and magic is self-perfection so for me if my magic can help me psychologically let's say let's say i cast a spell for a good test i would also study with that for sure but if i believe that this will bring me uh success then is that not beneficial to the process of achieving my goal um so like what's a spell that would help you achieve success how would you cast a spell that would help you achieve success if you can give away your secrets. Well, here's the tricky thing: as a as a fire sign, I'm very spontaneous, so my magic is very, very off the cuff, very um, inspired, I guess. So I would just maybe like I carry lots of you know odds and ends and baubles around my room, like a lot of people, and I look at those things and I'm like, okay, does this seem like something that represents what I want to do? Does that help me achieve this, and I kind of combine those together uh, to either I might put a mixture in a bottle, or maybe I will just burn something. Again, fire sign, like... Has anything gone wrong? Have you ever, like, put something together and it exploded, or, you know, chemical no, combustions? I, uh, I haven't created any scientific uh, disasters. Um, like a witch is really like, see, all these stereotypes, it seems like, it seems that you guys are taking elements from the old school witch theories and witchcraft that we talk about, mm -hmm. and you're just kind of using them to apply to whatever it is that you need right now, to apply to modern day life. Like like you said, if you need to do good on a test. So instead of like, you know, the stereotypical things that you throw in the witch's cauldron, like the lizard's eye, the children's feet. It's like, first oh, of all, where am I going to get a lizard's eye today? Like... Well, that's, well, there are places. Yeah. There's the dark, there's, that's what we're wondering. See, like, these are the questions. These are those, uh, those are those imperative questions that we want to answer. From the perspective of a modern poor witch, the best that I get is, uh, is whatever's roadside. Like, so. <laughs> but, he, and even then, though, I mean, it's not. <laughs> so you've done that, though? Have you actually found, like, animals on the side of the road and scooped them up and done things with the bones? Uh, and Well, I mean, like, I've done nature walks, like, you know, any normal sane human being. And sometimes I've brought things home or let it you know, become bone, and then I'll, I have a bone collection of things, and I make crafts and art stuff, and I'm a weird artist, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not judging, I'm not judging, I'm, like, those are the things that I would imagine that a witch would do, right? Like, modern day witch, yeah. you see something on the side of the road, a dead lizard, dead turkey, Yeah, but like, I'm not going out of my way, you know? I've, yeah, he yeah, I've yeah. heard some, some things about, you know, 
I think they're just crazy women. I'm still not fully, I'm not fully, you know, buying into this whole witchcraft thing. You can mm -hmm. put a spell on me and we'll talk about it later if something happens to me. There's but been heard, a spell on you, Hampton's Day. I've heard about, I've heard about, you know, you know, people that they say are witches, like taking people's hair, you know, like keeping it mm -hmm. and they can like possess them through or, or like as like a possession. I, I don't know. That's, this is, see, this is stuff I just kind of go like, the other so, way. So every, so again, magic can be tricky in some ways. So like for me personally, and I cannot speak for other people, I believe in the power of ignorance uh, and that if you're just not into it, it's not going to affect you as the same way or same level yeah. as something else. And that's part of why I focus mainly on my own self-practice because I believe I've been this known to be stubborn me. and wrong a lot though. So don't like me saying no, that I know but like that's I'm just saying like this kind of ties into one of like my theories though It's like if someone casts a spell on you and you're like Whatever like <laughs> you're just gonna vibe and you're just gonna do your thing like I don't you know it depends on You have to believe in it for it to be spellbound I I, I agree with what you're saying like if you, you know if somebody's paranoid about it then I mean that they're going to feel affected by that and maybe that plays into how the rest of this narrative of whatever happens plays out. So, I mean, the power of ignorance in some ways or the the belief that people have in stuff greatly affects the way we move in through spaces. Makes sense. It definitely does. Look at people that are going to church every Sunday. Like, look, no matter, people feel great when they go and pray, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a kind of what you let in. The energy that you let in is what you're going to believe and how you're going to feel. So that being said, other people out there are going to want to become witches, maybe even after hearing this interview. What is the process? How can they become a witch? Is there some type of group you have to sign up for? Because you're very uh, well-respected in the witch community. How does that actually happen? Well, I mean, <laughs> respected is kind of an interesting way to put it, though, because we're so solitary that, like, I have a couple... I have friends who are witches who I get along with, but we're friends. Um, I've been around like in a Facebook community group haven't gotten banned so if you want to call that well respected <laughs> uh sure I love but, that there's a Facebook community group there's a Facebook community group for yeah everything. so paganism and Wicca is a, a fairly large group that I frequented in about 2009 uh and I haven't really haven't really kept up with it but they have uh usually some pretty good discussions and all different walks of life you can learn a lot but no, like, witches gathering? Because that was what you'd do back in the day, according to the Salem Witch Trials. You'd all ride your broomsticks to one big gathering and sit around a big giant cauldron and campfire. There's nothing like that now in 2020. Well, there, is a, there was a, uh, a pagan festival in Syracuse or near Syracuse. Um, I don't remember if it was specifically Syracuse, but it was one of the upstate places near there. There was a gathering. Uh, but it was but it was like going to like a convention like you know they've got various vendors and artists and maybe there's a drum circle and uh there's drums? a yeah drums uh drums <laughs> at a drum circle i'll um, hop in that drug circle yeah that drug circle that's not <laughs> <laughs> um you know and maybe there's a opening and closing prayer uh that mostly involves the earth um nice so it's a it's a good time. It seems but, uh, almost like it's obviously put a wrench into everything. Can witchcraft heal COVID nineteen? Is there any spells that will heal did any? It start COVID nineteen. That's Very good the question. question. We should be asking. Let's. That I believe is a is an answer. Is a question and answer for science, though. Seriously. And
and that's just science. <laughs> science and magic are different. <laughs> Although I'm no master, but I would think that science and magic are two different fields. I mean, it's there's a lot of magic in science, though. Yeah. And there's also a science what, to magic. It's what Mr. Door taught me. <laughs> Only us three will catch that reference. Oh, that's a throwback. Um, yeah, just, like, I'll have whatever even, he was smoking, by the way. With, yes, Miss Bracy. Uh, yeah, oh, Miss Bracy was bad. Damn. <laughs> Love me some Miss Bracy. I mean, even but, yeah. still being spiritual, I have a firm shout, belief in science. And, shout out you know, to Lo- Lori Bracy. Yeah, shout out to Lori Bracy. She was beautiful. She was. She, she really was. And she probably is still. Beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, All right. uh, Sorry Taya, about that. Taya, enough, uh, enough of us going off on these tangents. It's always good to have you on the program. Um, where can they find you? Where can they look up more about witchcraft so that they can learn a little bit more? Um, anything else that you'd like to plug? Let's get it out of the way now because it's time for DJ Honky Wonky to start spinning. Yeah, um, so you can – I do a little bit of modeling. You can find me on uh, Oracle of Oerth. That's O-E-A-R-T-H uh, on Facebook. Uh little bit of that on Instagram. I do some modeling stuff. Um, shout out to, uh, to Windy Compass Photography, who I did a lot of work with uh, back in the day. Um, now, is this like which? No, they, they just do photography just stuff. Just, but nice. this is where, you know, they, yeah. you, can, you can find me there. Um, and it doesn't, this doesn't get in the way of your life, right? Like, do people know that you're a witch? Because we didn't have any idea you were a witch. Do people, like, judge you? Or does it limit you from what you can do? I mean, do being with trans has always thrown a monkey wrench into everything. So, you know, they usually start there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a few other things they could go after you for at first. You but. know, I'm just, I'm just going to, like, keep, you know, keep hitting all the all those issues uh what else could you be exactly might as well like, just yeah. <laughs> what else a god tyre what else haven't you told us <laughs> the goddess seriously we'll save some for the next episode we got you on you know yeah exactly sure we will have you back soon tyre we appreciate you always follow her she's on instagram matter of fact we're making her a flyer that we'll be posting so you can look at it in the story we're using the ryan show fm to spread information not the kind of information that's going to get flagged by ig and not pop up and say you got to fact check this so we're going with the real life authentic facts you'll see the flyer of ty on the ryan show fm and some more fun facts about witchcraft so yeah ty thanks again uh, real life witch. Wow, you guys just heard it here on the Ryan Show FM for the first time. Go follow her. We'll be back with more of the Halloween special after this break. Ryan Vernell, Hamptons Dave in the building. Honky Wonky, take it away, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And we have returned. Things are just getting spookier and spookier by the minute. It's got the shivers down my spine, Hamptons, Dave. And uh, yeah, if you haven't figured it out yet, this is the Ryan Show FM with your host, Ryan Vernell, and your co-host, Hamptons, Dave, and the one and only Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Cheeks is here in spirit. Shout out to Cheeks, though. Shout out to Cheeks. He's a a spirit tonight, an apparition. He's he's enjoying some spirits. He's (laughs) Yes, that's just the, the beginning. I'm sure he's really having a good night tonight, turning up. Really quick, happy birthday, Anna. I'm not sure if I said it yet. This is uh, my sister's birthday. Oh, If you're listening, birthday. I said, yes, happy birthday, sis. Uh, okay, so enough of the good happy stuff. We're going to get... There we go. We're going to get to some of the, uh, the uh, nitty-gritty, as they say. I'm very, very excited to have the next guest on because I don't get a lot of guests on like this often, but Halloween gives us an excuse to have people on from all different walks of life, people that have experienced some of the spookiest things that you could ever go through on planet Earth. 
without further introduction, let's give it up for Miles Batson, who has unfortunately been living through hell. Literally, it's almost like this is like a walking hell at certain points. Um, from what we've been told, he's been haunted by apparitions and spirits and ghosts and entities of that nature for his entire life. I earlier put out a post on Facebook looking for anyone that had a ghost story, and I was surprised with the amount of people that reached out to me. Right off the jump, people were leaving ghost stories on the post itself. People were hitting me up on Facebook, and Miles hit me up directly on Facebook. Miles is a friend of Rocco. Once again, we don't usually bring up Rocco this much on the show, but it is a Halloween special. He's also been through a lot of crazy stuff. So, Miles, I guess you were introduced, or you heard of us through Rocco, Rocco Fowler, the alien abductee was telling both of you guys have experienced <laughs> aliens abducting you and testing you and putting probes in you, all of the things in that uh, of that nature, correct? Wouldn't say probe. <laughs> that was more Rocco. That's definitely a Rocco. He yeah, brags Rock- about the he brags about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his was more I, I I'm not really familiar with his story story, but his is more uh, government type stuff. Mine was more. Mine's more direct contact uh, and and uh, an actual abduction, uh, missing time, three hours missing time with my pregnant girlfriend, leaving a friend's house, twelve o'clock. See something in the rearview mirror. Boom! All of a sudden, we're coming to. She's got a blank look on her face. She's an atheist. Okay, mind you, she's an atheist, doesn't believe in anything, looks at me and says, what happened? Anyway, that, that's a whole other story. Something told you, but wow, that's Were what I'm saying. Like, yeah. At that time? Yeah. I know she yeah. probably was being pregnant, but. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I was trying to just find out what drugs you were. I need a little of that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, enough, when I was on the drugs, nothing happened. No. <laughs> it seems to be what happens, right? It seems to be that when you're on the drugs, the crazy things don't happen. When you're sober, you get taken into space. Haunted. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but that's not, that's once again, that's not why you're here. Actually, here because not only did that happen to you, but a bunch of other terrible things, more Halloween related happened to you. So what, what happened exactly? You had to deal with wicked ghosts and evil spirits. What exactly went down? Well, uh, yeah. When I was younger, I, I, I was like, oh, well, I'd like to see a ghost, this, that, and the other. And, and it, you don't always see them. Sometimes it's the energy itself. And these demonic things can do things to you without having to manifest and show you anything. But uh, oftentimes, spirits, I will have uh, connections through, uh, through um, dreamlike stuff. Uh, but... Every place I've moved to has spirit activity. Like I said, the last place I, I was in Virginia, it was a Civil War uh, battlefield bull run. I lived right outside of there. I can imagine that would have a lot of activity. Just, just the energy alone, I bet you could just feel it. Like yeah. All those corpses there, there's not much American soil that saw that much death. Yeah. They, they had, and we had paths. With a creek, and like you could, you know, walk your dog through and stuff. But you're down there at the wrong time, man. We'd have missing time, you know. We'd come to and like didn't know what the happened or where we were. Uh, We've gone 
with my friend, we've gone missing for a few hours and came to, and that, that was in that location down there in Virginia. And you think that had something directly to do with ghosts or apparitions or spirits? Yeah, I, I all of the above. Did you see the ghosts? Like, how, how you said you couldn't see them earlier, right? You did not like all. It was just energy. You couldn't. No other way to detect them using your senses. You couldn't feel them. You couldn't smell them. You can feel. You can feel it, and you can feel if it's dark. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. The the, the an ex girlfriend of mine. She was a third generation Wiccan, right? And I quit f-ing with her, and my baby's mom got became friends with her and, and let her stay with us for a while. And I said, I don't want her here because I knew she did weird shit. And I had a, a yin-yang table. Half of it was a mirror and the other half was a table. And we came home one night and she had those little tea kettle lamps and, and they were lit all around in a circle on this table. And she and I was like, what the f- are you doing she had these little skull all these figurines around the house i'd have to go scoop the shit up anyway that that was that was crazy in itself and I think that, so that was a bad. witch we we literally just had sorry to cut you off we just had a witch on the show just earlier this wow. evening so wow. you were dealing with a witch that essentially created a ghost to come and get you or called upon a ghost to go after you probably yeah manifested something because she always had a thing for me. She always had a thing for me. And, and then when she saw me having the kid and, and with her, she kind of worked her way in. And I, I tried to explain to my girlfriend what this woman was capable of doing. And she didn't believe me. And, and ever since we had her in the house, all this bad shit happened, right? But fast forward a little bit of time after I had my contact, right, that I, that I told you about after I had my contact, I'd split up with, with, with my baby's mom. I was renting a basement apartment. This place was haunted. There was demonic shit to where I, I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know if it was E.T. I don't know if it was demonic, but I had what, to sleep. What made you, you just sensed it? You felt the dark like energy? You just feel it? Man, I, I, I would have these sleep paralysis things where I would wake up, okay? I would wake up. And I couldn't breathe, and it was like somebody was sitting on my chest, and I literally could not breathe, trying to breathe. And I would see this dark black figure sitting like on my chest. Where I had a cot, like a, a little small fold, you know, one of those like military folding cots. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't have any money at the time. I was sleeping on a cot in a basement by myself. But this was in. Warrington, uh, Virginia, which is right outside of Manassas, still close to the battlefield, right? So for all I know, this this new development could have been built on a, a lot of those places. My wife lived in that area, and her development was built on on uh, graveyards, mm-hmm. and it was known they, they 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 without pulling the bodies up, the the contractors knew that the bodies were there. So anyway, that happened, that happened where I would wake up and these dark entities would be sitting on my chest, couldn't breathe. What did they look like? Short, dark, 
you know, short and dark. I, I, like I, what what I, figure did they have? Short and dark, like did they have little horns yeah. and a little tail with a little triangle at the end of it? Was it? It's not like that. It, it, yeah. it, it, the best way I can put it is if you take a cutout and cut something out and then hold it up. Like it, like it's not from this dimension. So you can't really put a face on it and be like, okay, this is what this is. I've heard stories like that. I know that sounds like a little strange to a lot of listeners. I had an ex-girlfriend that tells me pretty much the exact same story. And she told me that one night she woke up in the middle of the night when she was a kid and she felt like, and she saw just a darkness, just like that sitting on her chest and just pushing her down. And she said she couldn't breathe. She felt like the air was getting sucked out of her. And then eventually she could breathe and she started screaming and her father ran into the room and it never happened again. It was just that one time, but she was like severely traumatized by what went down. Sounds the same. So yeah, haunting, real life horror stories, real life Halloween stories for the listeners out there. This is The Ryan Show. Once again, we have, uh, we have uh, our friend Miles Batson here tonight, Miles Batson is uh, really a survivor, if you will. Just yeah. like, uh, and, and it's funny because now, now that we've had on an alien abductee, we're getting a whole new audience that we're kind of tapping into. Miles reached out to us to tell us his story. We were looking for people that have had uh, experiences with ghosts, real life experiences with ghosts. And from what it seems like, most of them are either negative or creepy. But we were sent quite a few uh, messages from the listeners out there today and from the people that are uh, friends with us on Facebook. With like Halloween and everything, you know, just the spirits and that whole energy. Does do you find it stronger at this time, or you know, you have more episodes? I guess you could say or run-ins with these spirits yeah. at at this time. It, it's definitely stronger. The en- the energy's the energy's stronger. I usually try to stay in the house yeah. because where I live now is pretty wild, but I'm going to finish telling you that story about that wicked. And then I'll tell you about the murder victims that I think are in the woods behind my house right now. Murder victims in the woods. Yeah. yeah. We're not once again, we're not Vlad TV. We don't want to put anyone uh, in jail right now. That sounds, murderers living. No, 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 it's nothing, nothing like that. I, I, this is the first time I've gone public saying anything about it because I, because of the, the situation of it. You but, didn't uh, murder them. Did you? No, no, no. These are all. Okay. These are from uh, back in like the uh, the I think eighties, early eighties. I think 80, 80, 85, 89. How, how, how do you know what year this is, though? I, I did my well. I did my research because of the spirit activity that that, wow. that I was that that because it, I was having this activity when I moved here to this apartment. They used to be motels back in the 60s and 70s, and the mob uh, ran the motels all through the, the little stretch that where, we, where I live at, okay? So, and then after that, they were projects. So a lot of shootings took place here as well. But the research that I did because of the energy that was affecting me and my wife and causing really negative shit, I reached out to some people and got a hold of a medium, and then this other guy that did a thing with spirits and pendulums or something, but I had a whole crew that I was working with on this, and we started doing research, and come to find out the three spirits that I was having, that were having contact with me, more or less, they were attached to me, 
to where I was having dreams and all kinds of shit. They didn't like my wife. I did the research and uh, there's, they were three girls. I'm getting, I'm getting kind of, uh, it's hard for me to talk about it right now. It's, um, yeah, take, take your time. It's not an easy thing to talk about. Well, the, where I'm sitting at is, is right adjacent to that. So sometimes that energy will, will come pretty much through the freaking wall. Almost. It looks like it's hitting you. To the listeners out there, yeah. you, look, you, you look like you're about to faint. Are you okay? Yeah. Your eyes are, are blinking yeah. and you're kind of sweating and red. Yeah. Are you sure yeah. you're okay? Maybe yeah, you should go yeah. get some water. God, I, I already brought some with me. There we go. I already had a feeling this was going to happen. So do you feel it? So literally, like, the more you speak about it, maybe that's why on Halloween you feel it more. I guess maybe we, the more we think about it, do you think that brings it out more? The more energy we put into it, the more it comes out of it? No. No, I think it's the, <laughs> I think it's the spirit and the energy itself. It depends on, it depends on who it is. If that person is, is not at rest, you know, like like the the three that are back there now, um, I think that that some of them were from the serial killer Samuel Little, that was uh, nationwide. His story didn't get much attention, but he's the most well known serial killer to date, and he had victims all the way from Florida, all the way up up east, up this way. And I did my research, and he did come through this area at that time, and he preyed on uh, prostitutes, and this used to be motels. He used to work at a funeral home. My woods are attached to a graveyard as well. Sounds like you know almost a little yeah. too much about this guy right now. Is well, that, when it's happening to you, you yeah. want to... You want to know what's going on. I get it. No, honestly, it's that's some horrific, horrific stuff right there, man. Wow. So really quick, once again, folks, this is the Ryan Show FM. We've got Miles Barton here. Miles Barton reached out to us on Facebook saying that he has had experiences with apparitions, ghosts, the paranormal, terrifying things, if you're listening right now. Uh, Miles, really quick, where can they find you on social media? Uh, just... Uh I, I my awakening page, Miles Batson. It'll say the awakening, and then you'll see a picture of a moon, and that's where I got all of my paranormal and UFO stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Well, uh, you know, it was great having you on tonight. Definitely terrifying uh, that you had to go through all that stuff. And if there are people out there that have also experienced that, what do you recommend they do? Or if there are people out there that unfortunately will have to experience that, what do you think the steps are to recovery after a traumatic experience with the paranormal. Well, what I did, uh, find a, find a, one, you got to find a medium, somebody that deals with unrested spirits, because that's usually what it is. Uh, you either have good spirits or you have negative spirits or you have demonic spirits, the demonic stuff. That's a whole nother level. And, and you got to really, really do your research on that. But a lot of times it's just unrested spirits and, and they want help or they want something from you. But one thing I wanted to add to you, Ryan, about this story, where I live, okay, it's called parole. Nobody knows the history of it. It's called parole because this small little city, it's not, it's not even a city, it's in Annapolis. This small city used to be a Civil War parole trading camp. Not to mm. mention... 
Not to mention these motels were built on that where all this negative shit and killings and all this stuff happened. So wow. the local and I'm sitting next to a graveyard. So there's a lot of crazy. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on over there. Yeah, people don't die in, in very peaceful ways in a battlefield or during the Civil War in general. Well, this this was a prisoner. This was a prisoner Civil War trading post. So this was where the prisoners from the north yeah, and the yeah, south, south. Were, were were traded right here. And before that, the Indians were here. Before that, so it's it's really crazy here, man. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. That's definitely some wild stuff. What steps can we take to help you? Is there anything that you can do to make these ghosts go away? An exorcism, um, some type of a ritual to move them away or, or bury them? Anything at all you can do? Uh, the best way, I mean, unless it's demonic, then that's a whole nother level. But if you're just dealing with a spirit, your best thing to do is try to get as much information and do your research. And most of the time, they just want your help. That Most of the time, unless you're dealing with something demonic that was conjured up or, or who knows what. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully that woman that conjured up that spirit on you is punished. She should be definitely held accountable for her crime. I mean, this thing's been torturing you for years. Uh, karma, karma already got her, man. We're, we're, we're good now. We're good now. That's good to hear. Yeah, but I appreciate yeah, appreciate you having me on, brother. Appreciate it, man. We wish the best for uh, you know your recovery, and hopefully Halloween isn't too terrifying an experience this year. Everybody's got to follow Miles. Go follow him on yeah, uh, Instagram. Go follow him. And, and I'm sure if people, if people have done this, I'm sure you wouldn't mind if they reached out, you know, and you know, shared stories. I'm sure you could help a lot of people that have this has happened to. Holler at me. Let me know, man. I try to help as many people as I can. It goes and down in the DM. That's right. Check out my YouTube. I had to change it because somebody hacked my YouTube, but check it out. It's called Miles Ray. Miles R-E-A. And I got all kinds of paranormal stuff on there, too. We will definitely be checking that out. Thank you for all this information, folks. Do you have a story that needs to be told on the radio? Something completely out of the norm and bizarre, but you have substantial proof to back it up, just like Miles does right here. Hit us up. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, hit us up. We want to hear it. I want to hear all these stories. That's right. Not like we're using it for entertainment purposes, but more as a tool for information. Because I'll tell you one thing. I'll You're know what to learning. do now. I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not really, a, I've never been around any of this stuff. I've never, you know, witnessed it. So it's, uh, it's good to learn from people that have been there. So if it does happen now, I, you know, I at least have an idea of it, but I hope you stay good this Halloween season, Miles. Thank you for coming on. Uh, hope you get to get out and trick or treat with uh, your daughter and, you know, enjoy the day at least a little bit. Appreciate it, brother. Yep. Tell Thank Rocco you, I said what's good. He blocked me, so I can't even talk to him anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah you know i wish you two could just get along as we all know rocco is running for governor of missouri this year or, i'm sorry not this year uh he announced yeah. it this year but 2024 folks this is the ryan show fm and this is the halloween special hamptons dave you ready to do a little bit of trick-or-treating let's go, let's go. <laughs> we will be back honky wonky take it away let's go
All good things must come to an end. Yes, even the scariest movies. But that's why there's sequels and Hamptons Dave will be back at the same time at the same station that's it. next week. Is there any really good good sequels? Like yeah, what's a few man Star Wars? I would say Empire Strikes Back is better than the first. Yeah, maybe. I think so, Return man. I thought Jedi Luke was just cringeworthy. Favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. Luke was a badass by then. The only thing I didn't like yeah. about Return of the Jedi was the Ewoks. I thought it was a little too silly. But well, I like the Ewoks. It definitely was a little silly, but I always thought Star Wars just had that silly. They're in it space. Little, it was a little silly, but I I think that the Ewoks is where it kind of crossed the threshold. I, I know like we midgets. always have these people that were abducted, but like it's a little funny this whole space thing. Why? Because you, you're close-minded? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, whatever. I believe the people that come out of this program. And wow, did we just... I don't know what went down in that last interview. we got to give a big shout-out to Miles for you know being so honest and open about everything. Very spooky. Got some good drops. Really good drops. Those are good. <laughs> really Gold. good drops yeah. for the stations. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming your way to the PDs that are listening tonight. I oh, hope Halloween he gets special. that out on like Nigeria. Like, I hope that plays on the station. It's going to. Shouts to 95.9. Hashtag NSARS. We're Always still fighting. Always that. Yeah. Yeah, just a terrible group of people perpetrating those yeah. heinous acts on our friends over there. Shout out to him for coming on. Uh, yes, Duke. Yeah, shout out to Duke for coming on last. That was good. I'm, ha- I'm happy that, you know, we got that and we kind of broke that. And, you know, when we had him on, I saw it. it we posted, I saw it started to get posted in so many other spots and it was just good to see. It was like, you felt like you're a part, you know, like bringing him on and learning about it and, you know, putting that hashtag out there and posting about it. You know, it's not much else we can do. Well, we want to thank everyone that was. Yeah. There were a lot of listeners out there too. I noticed a lot of stations were doing it. People that were, uh, that follow our hashtag. So, uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate all of the international push towards People recognizing what's going on because that's what's going to change it. Something like that, when there's enough international attention paid to it, then things will actually change. Otherwise, they get away with murder, literally. So, yeah, we got to be grateful that we are able to protest here in America. And I'd say that protesting is probably the most useful and peaceful means. As long as you do it right and you're not hurting or killing anyone or destroying people's properties, it's probably the most useful way to get things done and really make a point So it's really just a shame when you see these countries that have governments which literally punish the people for speaking out. Uh, That being said, let's uh, stop being so morbid and get a little offensive. Let's pivot right into these uh, worst Halloween, most offensive Halloween costumes. Every single year, people wait for that, Hams, Dave. We've done this every year now for five years. Have you dressed up? Have you ever, um, like, what was your best costume you've ever done? I've never done too many good. uh, To be honest, it might have been the limp pickle. Yeah, I never read. That was a good one. Just because it was a pickle costume. Yeah. And then the, the cane was just kind of an added. I just wanted to walk around with a cane. Yeah. And it became kind of <laughs> silly, I guess. A limb pickle. But um, I'm right back with, you know, I'll probably go. Uh, whoopee cushion? Yeah, I'll probably go with the whoopee cushion again. That's kind of offensive. Go-to. Yeah, I like that. Because you just tell girls to sit on you, like sit on my face. Classic Adam's Dave line. It's my Halloween. go-to. Yeah. But, uh, it's your go-to when it's not Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I was Pee Wee Herman one year. That's an offensive costume if you're doing the right thing. Like, if you have your junk out. No, I was, like, straight. I found a great... I was, you know, I was in Buffalo, and I was going to see a friend in Albany, and I didn't have... I woke up Halloween morning, 
and was just about to leave. And I said, let me stop at a thrift store, see if I can find something. And I found that gray suit, the Pee Wee plaid gray suit. And it was my size. Yeah, I killed it. I'm never, I had hair at the time so I could spike my hair out. The pictures can be found at Hampton's Dave on Instagram. Yep. That was the one Halloween costume. Other than that, I don't really ever want to dress up. I go right to the whoopee cushion. You know, Chanel, she's trying to like do couples, like a couples uh, costume. We've got a good one here, by the way, for offensive costumes. What, what's your couple's costume? What's your idea? We don't, yeah, we, I don't know. We weren't, uh, I, I'm not really into it. I like the one that you have though, on the list. I can see us doing that. I bet. Look, we're not saying that everybody should go out and try to dress up as offensively as possible, but the idea of dressing up for Halloween was originally to scare people and to shock people. So I bet that all the way... Back a hundred years ago, a ghost costume was super offensive or over the top or outrageous. Now, like this gives an excuse to any of the people that we're naming and that are doing these, uh, making these horrible costumes on this list. But really, we got to blame you, listeners, because I can't tell you how much feedback we got last year. And they said, "Oh, those are co- those costumes aren't even offensive. You guys are babies. You guys are soft. We want to see some really offensive costumes." Well, look no further. We're giving you what you want this year. All right. <laughs> this, I mean. Listen, they're messed up costumes. They're not good costumes for, I don't want to say I am for these costumes, but some of them are genius and some of them are really funny and evil genius. Yeah. evil, Super genius. offensive. And I know that everybody out there is going to be thinking, how on earth did you guys find these costumes? Well, we left it up to the listeners, the fans of the show, those that follow us on Instagram at the Ryan show had a choice this week to submit the most offensive costumes that they possibly could to me via email to ryan at the ryanshow.net. So each of these were sent to us by you, the fans. So you only have yourselves to blame. So I don't want to hear anybody crying and anybody that's so offended leaving me messages or even voicemail. Somehow people find my phone number and say, look, you, the listener, you, the people submitted these pictures to us for us to pick from. So without further ado, Hamptons Dave, let's get this list started. And also, before we start, be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram at The Ryan Show. Check out our story. We're going to have each of these images up in the story for you to look at so you can determine for yourself whether or not you really think it's that offensive or whether or not it should be ordered in the top 10 that it is. So let's start with, uh, with number 10. We have Cecil the Lion Killer, <laughs> which is definitely an offensive costume. I think everybody remembers Cecil the Lion Killer, right? Cecil the Lion Killer was the dentist that had went out and killed a bunch of different animals, but specifically Cecil the Lion. It was a very well-loved lion. And this is a costume of the dentist in his dental outfit, coated in blood, and he's holding a lion's head. His smile just seals it for me. Just like he just looks like he he looks like he might actually be the dentist. It could be. It could actually be the dentist. <laughs> And worse, it looks like it's a costume that's being sold in stores. It looks like it's printed out on the shirt, and it looks like he's kind of modeling. Love that. So that's, I guess, if anybody really wants to be offensive, there we go. That's one right there. All right, so uh, number nine here, we have a couple's costume. This is uh, maybe something that you could go with with the missus uh, and make it extra offensive and put her in whiteface. Whiteface would be huge for 2020, I think. Especially when it comes to this one, JFK and Jacqueline Kennedy. Imagine that. And now this is a really offensive costume. This is a, 
Yeah, I could see you and Chanel dressed like that. There's JFK, and it's really, like I guess you'd say, well done. Maybe a professional did the makeup on JFK. His eyes are rolled into the back of his head. It kind of looks like his skull is a half-eaten watermelon. <laughs> and yeah, then there's Jackie. Should have had more brain particles, though. Could have been better. Jackie's doing a good job, though. Especially yeah, Jackie's but doing good. This isn't any professional. They whipped this up at home. You can tell. This is. This actually might have been like her, her grandmother's old outfit. That's a. I don't know where she'd get that. Actual blood on it. I mean, it's pretty spot on to what uh, Miss Jackie Onassis was wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's offensive. All right, we got another group costume here that was submitted to us once again by you, the fans of the show. A group of terrorists. I guess you need like four or five guys to pull this off. They're all dressed in the uh, in the stereotypical jihadi attire, the beards. They got the long fake beards, you need big like baggy clothes. Nineteen eighty seven Isuzu. <laughs> Damn, that's super offensive. Okay, we got number six. The group, or no, I'm sorry, number six, the bloody tampon. I don't know how that uh, landed above the list, but the bloody tampon's <laughs> gross. The bloody tampon is gross because it's just like, it's just like disrespectful. It's not like offensive. It's just like, ugh. It's gross. Ugh. I yes. could just think of a bloody tampon flapping around in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, we all have an experience with a bloody tampon. We can all close our eyes and imagine and. Now imagine somebody just coated in one, because that's what it looks like from head to toe. Is a big bloody tampon. So we've got here above that for number uh, number five, we have Chris Brown and Rihanna. Wow, that's offensive. And we have uh, a young, good-looking African American couple here. Rihanna's got the bruises all over her face. That's just messed up. Come on, Chris Brown's smile. It's again, it's the smile that does it for me. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Man, and it's it's just brutal. It's really hard to laugh at some of these costumes. Once again, you guys can see them on our Instagram page at the Ryan Show. Peep the story. All right, you want it offensive, everybody? You got it. Number four. This one I think should be number one. This is an Adolf Hitler, not Adolf Hitler costume, but the Adolf Hitler baby. Baby. The baby had no choice, and they dressed them up like yeah, Hitler that's anyway. good. Like your parents are just Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's not even like. Really funny. It's really messed up. The baby looks exactly like Hitler. Head to toe, Nazi outfit. It looks like almost like an authentic Nazi uniform. A lot of detail into that costume. All right. So we got number three, the movie theater killer. Don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember his James name. James Holmes, I think, is it? Yeah, it was something like that. But he was the one that went into the dark night and just mowed down everybody. That is messed up. And where do they get those tickets? Where do they? The, he's, he's holding... The exact tickets for the Dark Knight. That's how you could tell who it is. And he's got the dyed red hair. That is just messed up. That is messed up. <laughs> Jesus. All right. And once again, to the listeners out there, it's not like we sifted through the internet searching for these pictures and looking for the most offensive costumes. You, the fans, had an opportunity to participate in this week's episode. And that's just what you did. We got a bunch of emails. And yes, we were offended reading these emails. And now it's time to return the favor to the rest of society. And now, without further ado, our two most offensive costumes that we were submitted over the past week. And boy, are they offensive. Hang on. All right. Uh, number two, we have the Boston Bomber. Once again, it's like it's just taken too that, far. See, it's not the actual bomber, though. It's, it's I'm a, sorry, Boston it's Bomber a, Victim, which is way worse. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like the marathon runner. <laughs> the Boston Bomber is offensive, but the marathon runner with the bloody body and then the eye missing, it's just... <laughs> 
Come on. You guys got to know you got to know better than that. Definitely offensive. All right, and now for the top most <laughs> offensive costume that's being worn in 2020, something very bizarre if you're religious, you might want to cover your ears. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's a costume of God dressed in his all-white God outfit just like you'd imagine, having gay butts with Jesus, his son. Um, you know, that's just I mean, maybe it's not offensive if you're gay, but to most religious people, I'd imagine that's extremely offensive. I don't even know if you could say sex. You might have to beat that out. Probably do. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. There you have it. You wanted the most top 10 offensive costumes. Well, you got it. That's that's sinister. Well, some might look at that and say that it's uh, progressive. And if you look at it with an open mind, maybe it is. Others would say that it's demonic and maybe the most offensive costume in, in history. Those are heavy words. Those were thrown around a lot tonight, those words, this week, in this week's episode. It's a Halloween special. And what a fun Halloween special that it was. Some great guests on tonight, especially our last guest. Man, that was really, really creepy. Miles, he felt, sounded like that, that tab had just hit him. Yeah. He saw the light, and then he came to like four minutes later. That's like literally what DMT was. He was having like an attack. You saw that at one point? That's what DMT <laughs> That's what DMT was, is that it's literally that attack. Definitely wild stuff. All right, folks, we thank you for putting up with us and listening. We're sorry if we offended you with our top 10 list, but we had to listen to the uh, viewership. And I think if you you heard that and you're offended and you don't like it, then reach out to us. We want to know. We're at The Ryan Show, at Ham's Dave, at The Real Mr. Cheeks. One, three, two. Talk to us. Let us know. And next year, we might even make it more offensive, especially if the animals that sent us all of those wicked costumes do the same thing next year, because I can only imagine what they're going to come up with in a year from now. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to give a shout out to everybody that came on tonight, all our guests, and uh, everybody out there, if you're listening, enjoy Halloween this year, whatever you do. Uh, Don't go outside. Don't do it. They're going to go outside. Come on, wear your masks. And we're not talking about just... I might go to a rave. Oh, come on, dude. I might go to... They're doing a rave at the Meadowlands. We should have mentioned this earlier that the FCC is uh, warning people not... uh, They're telling people that it's probably unsafe to go out this year. You might be spreading the virus to old people. Uh, Hold on tight, everybody. (laughs) Folks, thank you for listening. We'll be back at the same time in the same place next week with a little bit less spooky stuff and a little bit more... um, Ah, who are we kidding? Who knows what you're Back to business. Who knows what we're going to have? Yeah, (laughs) honestly, at this point, we'll see if we ever come back. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM, and we will return next week. Hamptons, Dave, thanks for all. Let's get it. Crack a lacking, baby. Everybody, be safe and have a happy Halloween.